You know, I used to have a, I used to have an iPad over here. I was looking at an iPad. Yeah. As we go through the show, I would pretend, pretend to be like very professional, like as if I had notes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, or if I need to look something up real quick or for ad read or something like that, I would have the iPad over here. Uh-huh. It and, looked professional. No, I mean, like it was kind of nice to like to rest my hand, lean my hand on and such. But now I'm using this one over here. And and that's the Z Fold 3. I don't know if you heard about it. No. <laughs> ah! That's a little foreshadowing right yeah. there. A foreshadowing depending on when this show yeah. goes up. Maybe people already get the joke right now. Maybe. Anyway, so I got this one and it's the best of both because it's my phone. So it's already got everything I you know on it. I don't have to like set up another device or open up those specifics. It's in your pocket, but then it's also big enough to read in a scenario like this. Mm-hmm. And you use the previous folds and you like them, right? I've been using folds. Mm-hmm. I've been looking at folds and using them. So it, it truly is the promise of a pocketable tablet is really what it is. Right. And the other one is the folding phone, which is the flip. Mm-hmm. I've been saying that for many generations now, but depending on what type of user you are, to have a tablet in your pocket might be worthwhile. Yeah, And that's where this device comes in. And that's the difference maker, especially with the pen input now. So... I just thought I would give a little, you know, just a little update on that front. Because sure, yeah. people are going to notice how I'm handling this one. Mm-hmm. They might notice. It's so. like, what's that What's that new one? Yeah, they just see, hey, oh, he's, he's got the folding one over there yeah. in the lap. Mm-hmm. You, you should have seen me before the show started. I was, my legs were, I had the legs up over here. You are kicking I was, back. I was kicking, I, I might have been kicking back. Yeah. You might describe it in such a fashion. Good job. All right, we got some news today uh, to kick it off. How about one port to rule them all? One charge uh, format for every phone that's out there. This is the current European Union proposal, a common charger for all smartphones. Ignoring Apple's protest. Well, Apple, obviously, um, they're kind of the standout as far as alternative charge formats are concerned. Now, there's been rumors of a portless iPhone. So they can just skip right past that USB Type-C standard. Mm-hmm. How dare you call it a standard? Apple ain't never called it a standard. Why they put it on the iPads, though, man? Like, come on, dude. MacBooks. They put it elsewhere. Like, yeah. geez. Anyway, so uh, there's been versions of this where courts would be talking about the environment or they would be talking about waste mm-hmm. and such associated with proprietary cables. And so they've been uh, having this conversation about one charger for all devices in order to uh, limit the amount of stuff piling up over there. Uh, Let's see here. The EU's push to a common charger began 13 years ago. Uh, Companies including Apple signed a voluntary memorandum of understanding agreeing to work on harmonizing chargers. Wonderful. Charger mm-hmm. Harmony. I mean, that is pretty much what happened outside of Apple. I know there, there's also wireless charging worth talking about, but outside of Apple, Will, a USB Type-C charges pretty much everything now. Am I crazy? Am I wrong? I mean, there's, there's some laptops that still have a barrel-style connector, but many of those can still charge over Type-C. Mm-hmm. And we're just talking about smartphones right now. No, I know we're talking about smartphones, but I'm saying that's the benefit of Type-C as a standard is it goes beyond phones and into all your variety of devices. 
This failed to happen, so the EU believes that if companies won't make the move themselves, they will have to be required to. Ooh, that's mm -hmm. where to. That's where this increase uh, increased pressure comes from. Apple uses its own proprietary Lightning connector. Well, this is well established, and the EU is likely to recommend either the either the USB C or USB 2.0 Micro B as the standard. Imagine. They come out in 2021. They're like the new. We announce the new standard is 13 years in the making. We have agreed upon micro B, and everyone's like, "What <laughs> is the matter with you?" No, we're not going to do micro B. Micro B might be the worst connector of all time. I'll probably take. Uh, uh, Apple has a case for Lightning when put up against micro B. Yes, the nastiest of all connectors. I would take uh, uh, mini USB. Oh, okay, yeah. I know it required like more space and whatnot, but micro B on a PlayStation, uh, controllers, and uh, well, even the phones. You would still see the budget phones, phones yeah. now that that would be carrying the micro B. But anyway, I, I, at least it was universal. Yeah. But C is 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 where it's at for mm -hmm. now. Um, but Apple, in spite of this, may skip over the whole thing and say we don't even have a charge port, so it doesn't even matter. Doesn't even matter. Yeah. They could do that, right? Good for them. Today's sponsor is Freshly. Dinner time can be chaotic, but with Freshly, it's easy. Their chefs take care of your meals a few nights a week to take the pressure off you, and it's good stuff as well. All you got to do here, they cook it and deliver it. You just heat it up in three minutes. That's it. Even you could take care of that, Will. You could have a steak, peppercorn, homestyle chicken, cauliflower shell, beef, bolognese. It's... Quite a variety to choose from here. And just because you want something quick and convenient doesn't mean it shouldn't have the nutrients in it mm -hmm. with the ingredients and so forth. You still need the whole balanced thing to it, and their chefs worry about that part on your behalf. So it can definitely take some pressure off you from reaching for those nutritious meals and putting together the whole thing and taking uh, yeah, you know, an hour out of your day or something like that. Mm -hmm. You just reach for this, heat it up. It's smart nutrition. For you, if you're stressed, tired, or you don't, or you just don't feel like cooking, food that's fast doesn't have to be fast food. It's my favorite line every time I get this one. Food that's fast doesn't have to be fast food. Right now, uh, Freshly is offering forty dollars off your first two orders. You just got to go to freshly.com/lulater. That's freshly.com/lulater for forty dollars off your first two orders. Freshly.com/lulater. It's a good deal. It means forty bucks. Off your first two orders. You can click the link in the description if that's easier for you. Uh, go go pick an un, unwrapped salsa verde burrito or a down-home turkey meatloaf. It's up to you. It's freshy.com slash later. We're also sponsored by American Giant. And, you know, sometimes you might have a brand and put American in the name, but they're not actually making this stuff in America. Mm -hmm. uh, these guys are actually making garments, actually making clothing, high-quality clothing in the United States, as you can see right here. And it's everything from hoodies to crew necks to uh, T-shirts. You got the hoodie on. You got the actually the zip hoodie on right now. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. This stuff is heavy weight. Yeah. This stuff is serious. Like you Thick. might you might get away with this as a jacket or something like this. Could be, yeah. This is robust stuff that you're going to be looking at as you browse around the website over here. American Giant stays in close partnership with their suppliers with products built to last, made with custom non-see-through heavyweight slub fabric that has a rich and varied texture. And now we're talking about the t-shirts here, which have a tailored fit 
that is incomparable to other slub t-shirts on the market. Let American Giant play a supporting role in letting your style shine. Made in Los Angeles, California with 100% American-grown cotton. Uh, they spent over a year obsessing over the fabric and tested several variations until they found the perfect one. Substantial and weighty fabric that is non-see-through and non-torquing unlike other t-shirts on the market. Their slub fabric holds color incredibly well. The rich and varied texture gives it unique look that holds its shape after wash and wear. Style it with anything and look polished, ready for any occasion. Lots to look at over there on the website. And you can save some cash right now because you are watching this show. Get your new favorite tees and other clothes, hoodies, and so forth at AmericanGiant.com today. Use the promo code LULATER for 15% off your first order. That's 15% off when you use code LULATER at AmericanGiant.com uh, and that's a dash in the middle. So it's American-Giant.com, promo code Lou Later, or click the link in the description. Don't forget the promo code, save your 15%. Find My for AirPods is coming, but you'll need to link them to your Apple ID. The update will come when iOS 15 launches later this fall. This is a good, this is good. Mm -hmm. I mean, you lose these things. You probably are more likely to lose these than uh, maybe any of your other Apple devices. Mm -hmm. So tiny. Yeah. You drop them in the subway. They're so commonly dropped that that uh, that the subway commission in Tokyo devised a, a device exclusively for AirPod removal from the tracks when somebody will lose it. Yeah. Think and about the, that for a second. The rats use them. The rat. Oh, right. They pizza, have you're talking about pizza rats. Yeah. Talk about pizza rats. AirPods. In their nest. What did Pizza Rat move on to? Did he, did he, then, then you had Burger Rat, or what? What? What did he move on to? Ice cream? I can't. There was a follow-up to Pizza Rat. I mean, nothing matched the original Pizza Rat. Yeah. But, but there were a variety of memes that came after, as many people turned their cameras towards rats inside the transit, so that they mean on the lookout for the next big Pizza Rat. Is there uh No, I don't know. I mean, you don't have to find this. Like, I don't... Is know. it a burrito? It might have been a burrito rat. That would be funny. It might have been a Chipotle rat. <laughs> anyway. Uh, this is big. This is this is good. So it's just an update, right? Yeah. iOS 15? Like, there's no hardware that's attached to it. iOS 15, ladies and gentlemen. If you have AirPods, you've definitely lost them at some point, which is why adding upgraded Find My support will be a huge relief once iOS 15 drops later this fall. However, to do that, it looks like you'll have to link the device to your Apple ID. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's not too bad. I think people will probably go for that. Regardless, mm -hmm. uh, just like AirTags, iOS 15 brings precision finding to AirPods Pro and AirPods Max. Unfortunately, AirPods and AirPods 2 will not be supported. Mm. Well, that's a big ouch right there. But if you do have the AirPods Pro or Max, then they're going to operate on that, like, uh, Close tracking, the the one that is pinpoint in oh yeah close proximity. Oh, okay. So it would be the one where it's in the couch cushion or whatever, and you have the the uh, the beeping in the and the and the arrow, the arrow, yeah, like almost like turn by turn navigation. And then for man, for a set of AirPods Pro, that's that's, that's useful. Yeah, that's money in the bank right there. Some would say, yeah, yeah. So yeah. look, be on the lookout for that. 
Instagram's new anti-hate feature lets you limit comments and requests on popular posts in response to racist abuse directed at UK footballers. So it lets you... Uh, it's kind of filter out the... Uh, unwanted interaction. Negative comments. So you're, you're basically engaging or you are launching a more strict algorithm at that point, mm -hmm. looking for certain keywords or... It's a filter of sorts. Yeah. Limits and hidden words designed to reduce hate and abuse on trending posts. The company announced the update is designed to protect its users, particularly creators and public features. I think they mean to say public figures. Man, the more that we uh, go after these articles, the more you notice it's pretty common, the spelling errors or the, or the, the wrong word being in there. From seeing harassing, racist, homophobic, sexist content in the comments and DM requests. DM requests is an interesting one, man. I have goofed up on the DM requests so much in the past. I think I explained this to you. There was a viral post. I think it was... Um, I'm going to forget now. Did we talk about this already? Yeah. It was the... T-Pain? T-Pain, yeah. Yeah, so he was one of the original auto-tune or popularized the auto-tune sound. And then he put out a post. I guess it was a TikTok where he was going through his DM requests mm -hmm. on Instagram saying, look at all these people I ignored over the last couple of years because I never, uh, you know, look at my uh, private messages on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And he, he's got messages, of course, from many prominent individuals, and he's feeling, uh, you know, hey, I feel like an idiot now or yeah. whatever. I don't know. I swear I'm just now seeing all these messages and mentions. Uh, I mean, I don't know. what. Oh, he, say, he calls himself dumb. He says, I'm dumb because I never got back to all these people. I missed all these opportunities. Mm -hmm. uh, so I had the same experience. I never, went, I never went in there. I was like, man, you got so many requests coming in. It's hard to filter uh, to look at it in any meaningful way, but they have a tab to look at prominent requests, which is check marks essentially. Right. And I just never clicked it. And then I looked at it, I'm like, oh, look at all these people over here. I had the same experience basically as this is concerned. Yeah. But what is going on with uh, this new filter thing that you're talking about is because anyone can create this DM request and send some nasty stuff mm -hmm. and you probably don't want it. Mm -hmm. And so I guess that's how, that, that's how this thing applies in that case is not just on comments, but also on those types of requests and so. they made it a lot easier it's just like a switch that you turn on mm -hmm. you know it's not like a filtering system where you have to customize right certain keywords youtube has that where you can put in a word right if it's like a really nasty word you don't want in the comments you can put it in a list of of, of banned words or whatever uh this case i guess instagram mostly takes care of it i don't know if you can Maybe you can tweak it to the, to a degree if there's one particular word you're trying to get rid of as well. I don't know how granular that gets. Poly Networks hacker returns all funds on Ethereum and refuses. A f you're gonna have to. Oh, it, it, it refuses a five hundred uh, refuses a five hundred thousand dollar bug bounty. This is uh, close to Willie Do's heart right here because we're going deep on this one. Um, yeah. So there's a hacker a couple days ago. Um, he hacked into the Poly Network and got six hundred million dollars. <sighs> yeah, 
Anonymous perpetrator swiped over 600 million in various digital assets while stealing money from a DeFi project is certainly nothing new in the industry. What happened next could be classified as unexpected to say the least. And there was nothing that they could do about it. Um, so they started literally just asking the hacker, hey, can you give us back the, the money? And he did. Like <laughs> over a period of time, I think it was like maybe 50 million at first and then 200 million and then he gave it all back. Wow. Yeah. I think maybe through guilt or, or some other. Well, it says there he reason. also refused a $500,000 bug bounty. So they yes. were like, look, uh, give us back what you snagged and we still want to give you 500k for finding the uh, deficiency for finding the uh, the bug essentially sure, yeah. or the the way mm -hmm. in the back door or whatever it happened to be and he turned that down so he obviously felt guilty about having done it to the extent that or i don't know if guilt is the right word but had had a change of heart yeah um the attacker firstly dabbled with the idea of creating a new token and allowing the DAO to determine what he should do with the funds. However, he ultimately decided to go another route, saying he was ready to return the fund. Wow. Mm -hmm. Whew. Scary stuff. That's half a billion dollars just wiped. Is that half a billion dollars, Will? <laughs> yeah. Tether indeed froze about $33 million worth of its stablecoin. Poly Network also reminded that the repayment process has not yet been completed and urged people to refrain from unfounded allegations and speculations that could damage this process. Mm -hmm. <sighs> There's going to be a lot more of uh, these uh, crypto-related uh, stories and, uh, I guess, weaknesses and things. It's part of the... It's part of... It's growing pains, man. Yeah. And it makes them stronger, I guess. In, in the, the long, long run. run. In yeah. the long run. Yeah. In the long Oh, yeah, OnePlus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trolling Samsung. Will, I, Will got very angry about this. I don't think I'm as angry as Will, but it's just, it, I was more like, eh, you know. It was just some good old-fashioned clickbait, which is pretty old-fashioned, I guess, in the modern 2021 internet. Nobody's... Uh, there's no ha-ha moment anymore when, when you just, like, appear to be presenting something and then it's not what it looks like. Mm -hmm. So, and that has changed over time, by the way. I feel people were less sensitive in the past before sure. they were bombarded with the thing, and mm -hmm. now they're rejecting it all the time. Um, anyway, they did this Instagram post. It actually was on the OnePlus US Instagram, and it was the day that it was the day before the launch of this Z Fold 3 device. Mm -hmm. And they had, we did a clip on it. So they put out this post making it look like they had a folding phone of their own that they were going to be announcing on the same day as the Fold. Uh -huh. Announcing or at least talking about. But then when you showed me the clip, I said, that looks like two phones next to each other. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And we're like, oh, maybe it's a dual screen phone. But it turns out it's neither of these things. And the follow-up post shows you that it is just two OnePlus 9s and they are promoting a 50% discount. And of right. course, some people went hard at OnePlus for this move. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Android police, I believe, I was reading this article, was so harsh about it, man. They were just, like, going for the jugular. But it was super angry. I don't know, man. Maybe it's my old age. I just, I don't get, I'm not getting that angry. But it's definitely not the coolest or best move I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, 50% off is good, isn't it? It was a carrier deal, too. That was the other thing. Oh, okay. it, it was some sort of T-Mobile uh, collab. I don't know what kind of uh, stipulations there are on getting the 50% deal. But either way, OnePlus's track record with, on the marketing front is kind of hit and miss. Mm -hmm. If you go back far enough. But part of that is also around taking risks and screwing up sometimes. Right. Because everything isn't always so buttoned up. Mm -hmm. So that can happen. Sure. Like, the Nord, like previously, the Nord thing was off the wall, and you and I were like, I don't know, that was kind of fun, though. Yeah, that was Because we, we keep doing all these uh, launch events and watching all these launch events, and we were kind of like, well, that, that was off the wall and different and weird, but we'll take it. Mm -hmm. And then this one is like, okay, no thanks. So it, yeah. it goes both ways. Maybe my expectation was that, wow, they would they could pull it off well you like were fold. you were invested too because you brought it here you brought it to this show you showed it to me you're like look what oneplus is doing and then and you i was look, so excited yeah and then you look like an idiot right and no one yeah. wants to feel that way imagine you sent this to all your friends sure, and you were yeah. like oneplus is going to do something as well I did. and well there you, know, you go disaster there you go disaster <laughs> strikes you're no longer credible because yeah. you uh, so these are the things you got to things you got to look out for, man. You're no longer in the chat. Yeah, exactly. Twenty five thousand dollar Tesla hatchback rendered with Model Three styling influences. So this is that properly cheap electric car that's going to save the world. That's been talked about in the past. These are some pretty cool renders. Mm. Like they look very professional. Is this real? Is this your car? Your next car now? Uh. This, yeah, uh, I could see it. I love with the big rims. I love selling it's you cars, bad. so I'm never going to stop. I, every time you have a car related, po <laughs> I'll post, take all of them. <laughs> I know, but uh, but I do like getting to the bottom of whatever it is that you find um, appealing. Like, do you want a hatchback? Okay, you know what? I'll tell you right now the truth. I'll. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Easy. I I'm looking at a Forerunner. A tire. Toyota 4Runner. Hang on a second here. This just got really serious. Yeah. Well, you're asking me. I, well, I, I, am, I am asking. I, I, I am. I, I do continue to ask you, but I didn't know that you... I was having hypothetical fun. Sure, I didn't yeah. realize you were actually no, looking at cars right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. You are? Mm-hmm. Oh, my. 4Runner is... Uh, yeah, it's it's up there. What are you, what are you going to do with this 4Runner? Maybe camp. I don't know. Drive around and uh, go up to Muskoka over there. Over there? Have some fun. Yeah. All the way over there? <laughs> right over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool, mean-looking vehicle. Are you going to be putting Otis in that car as well? Of course. So you don't care about There's this? For you don't care about any of this electric stuff? You're like, ah, not yet. Well, what? I would love to get a Model 3, but uh, right now I think uh, the car is a little too small for me. Okay. So I want something a little bit bigger. Okay, but you're not willing to wait around for uh, an electric uh, SUV that meets your criteria or a truck yeah. or whatever. You're not ready. You're not waiting yeah. around for that. No. 
This is so interesting here. Wow. And the Rivian's nice, but it's way too expensive. No, no, the Rivian, the Rivian, I agree with you, but but there is, am I forgetting? Well, the Cybertruck supposedly starts at like 50 grand. Like you're going to pay some money for a Toyota 4Runner. Yeah, that's that's expensive too. <laughs> you're going to pay a few dollars for that. But I guess uh, it just has what I need. It their, uh, I guess their legacy is that it just, kind of works there's no yeah. bells and whistles yeah it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. this rugged vehicle that you can take out and it's super durable well and and it's easy to buy one like there yeah, is something about everywhere. this ev stuff that's just like am i gonna get it exactly, when am i gonna yeah. i'm, I'm wait, a waiting game i'm i'm pre-ordering a year in advance or whatever because uh rivian is doing an suv as well eventually mm -hmm. the truck comes and then who knows what happens with the suv um it, yeah, like that's cool. That looks great. I mean, you would get that, but then, but then again, it's when the hell are you going to get it? And um, how about charging? Are you set up in a way where, with easy charging or no? Uh, you could be. Well, over here. Right? Oh, but what about at home? No. 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 Couldn't be? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Well, I could set it up, but then I don't know. Maybe I'll just use one of those new market uh, chargers that they're building. You're going for the local yeah. news there. <laughs> no, I mean, they're, they're definitely it's becoming easier and easier to charge them. But I was just yeah. curious. Like, it's something to consider. There is uh, flexibility that still comes from the old-fashioned setup, yeah. which is, you know. Gas station. Just road right trip, there. whatever, Muskoka, whatever you said, however far you want to go across the country. And we got a pretty rugged country. So if you actually do want to get out there, like a forerunner and uh, the 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 reliability record sure, of yeah. like decades of use. Yeah, there's something uh, confidence inspiring about such a thing. Yeah, they're so cool. Man, I can't wait to see you in this forerunner. This is just such a huge development on the show. What anyway. <laughs> what color will it be? Um, I like a nice gray. It's going to be like a light or a dark. I would like a dark. Like almost like a charcoal. Yeah. Okay. I think it's called Lunar Rock. But that one, I think, is a little bit lighter. Is but it, I don't mind that either. Is it going to be uh, like metallic or is it flat? Flat. Oh, it's a like flat. Like a pastel kind of color? It's a flat. Yeah. Which is the rage right now. Yeah. It's all the rage. Chalk. It, right? It's just yeah, very yeah. chalky. My, yeah. my, my last car, I had a chalk color on the car there. Yeah. When I got the uh, Taycan Turbo S, it was chalk wasn't available on gen one and and now uh -huh. they they have chalk now but i wanted it to look like the concept car anyway sure, but yeah. I, I i you know the flat paints mm -hmm. it's all the rage it's great wow i'm glad we got through that wow <laughs> man um i i want the people to weigh in on this in the comments is uh, is a forerunner the right car for willie do and it, do you have any other suggestions, cross shopping comparisons, other yeah, vehicles that he should consider? Because this is a big, I'm it, open to it's it. A big purchase. Sure, yeah. It's a big commitment. So let's see what the people suggest. Because you know that people know about this stuff. Mm -hmm. Let's find out. Anyway, Model Three uh, hatchback. I think it looks great. I actually might like the look of it more than the regular Model Three. Really? I really. It's it's a sleek look to it. Oh. And it would give you a little bit more cargo. It seems like it. Just a tiny bit more cargo if you have the pets and things like uh -huh. this, or if you get the hockey equipment like I do. Um, 
25,000 bucks, nobody's complaining about that. There was the rumors previously about coming up with, oh, he got you there, man. Oh, man, you had a mini heart attack. Was the camera on you or me there? Dude, you. you jumped out of your seat there. It's like second nature. I have to, like, snap. I have to do the snap. <laughs> He's going to give you a heart attack, man. Yeah, this guy. One day. Yeah, but there were anyway. There was a talk about the them doing a model specific for the Chinese market where it's very competitive and they've been losing ground, or at least it's a lot of the headlines. Uh, so much selection over there, particularly at the more budget-oriented side of things, and then hiring designers exclusive to that team and saying, "How are we gonna? What is the what is the ideal automobile for this?" enormous ev market is mm -hmm. it the model 3 the way it is now or is it something even smaller is it a hatchback version is it a i don't know what what would it be like a model 2 or 1 are they even considering doing something like that sure but uh, but this looks good i think they could sell a few of these if they just have to make them fast enough exactly yeah. because uh, well you know about all my experience with these things i mean they're pushing everything back these you days. got three teslas i got 27 teslas on order right now. i still don't even have one I was just, I just want one. That's all. This is a cool story. I saw this story, and I think I sent it to you. You did. Yeah. Okay. Cool. This story. Wow. It's. Um, I like this story. Like I don't. I'm not one of these people. I just like to see Teslas get destroyed or anything. I like this story because it is emerging of the most highly advanced technology in in the physical space against one of the most, like a very powerful natural imagery, which is Yosemite. Mm. It's like nature fighting back against progress. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, for me, there was poetry in this story. Right, right. Essentially, there's this one section inside of uh, uh, Yosemite. Is it a national park? or? It is. Yeah, a national park. There's this one section on a roadway that seems to continue to screw up any Tesla on autopilot to the point where it ends up like this. And this is an image of a crashed, uh, looks like, I guess it's a Model S or X. So it's like a giant, maybe like a rock that's in the way. Yeah. You think? No, no, it's not in the way. You can see the road goes two ways, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you can split off to the right there or go to the left. And then this is in the center portion of the, what is it, a fork in the road. Sure. And for some reason, I guess, the autopilot system and the way that it is perceiving that little uh, junction there, it's, uh, it, does, it doesn't see the rock as the giant boulder as a threat. Mm -hmm. And so it's hitting it. And this has happened on a number of occasions to the point now where I guess you're going to, we need some software updates over here. There, this is a much better view. So you can see it's pretty clear how this works. That's the uh, suspect rock. Right yeah, it's there. pretty clear how this works, but it is a slightly unusual. But man, I just love the backdrop of yes. Yosemite. It I don't, looks it, fake. <laughs> it's so cool and and weird, and that this happens to be the place. This like extreme nature happens to be the place where technology meets its meets its match. Yeah. I don't know, man. Am it, I crazy? No, it is very poetic. Uh, am I crazy? I so. Um, does it say how many uh, reports there's been? Maybe uh, scroll back up to the top. Uh, there seems to be one spot in, Yos in Yosemite Valley that is catching Tesla's 
apparently at least five Teslas have crashed at the exact same spot on if they're on autopilot. Yeah, oh, that's a shame because you're it's it's such a nice view. You're probably distracted as well. Well, you're it's a great place to be on autopilot. Yeah, because you you have so many things to look at. You're enjoying your time. You're talking to your pals or whatever, your family. And next thing you know, wham. Yeah. Now, I presume there's been some autopilot vehicles that have made it past. So maybe it does depend on other conditions, weather, time of day, reflections. Who knows? But I feel like Elon is uh, going to have to have to take a look at this one, mm -hmm. figure out what's going on there. DMV evaluators make it impossible for Tesla driver to pass a driving test. <laughs> Did you read about this? Story? No, I didn't. Kind of no, I didn't. There's this one specific uh, incident where this Tesla driver um, decided to go on a driving test using his Tesla, and he failed three times because of other Tesla features that the DMV didn't approve of or didn't really understand. So, for example, there was one here. Uh, let me see. There was like a comfort mode or, uh, yeah, chill mode that was activated. And they failed right away because it was activated. That's like, oh, okay. Well, let me try it again. And he failed another time because um, the car was slowing down. And it's because of the regenerative braking. Yeah, the, the DMV examiner noted that she could feel the brakes even though the driver wasn't pushing them. The failure was due to the Model 3's automatic engage feature. Basically, the car's regenerative braking system was engaging, which was apparently against the evaluator's rules. Whoa. Mm -hmm. So essentially, they can't prove that you know that you know all the restrictions of the road because they can't see your inputs. Exactly. How yeah. you would respond in a circumstance because your car is doing too much of the effort. Mm -hmm. So uh, you're going to have to borrow somebody's dumb car. So that's what he did. He decided to rent a car that was like an hour away. And uh, <laughs> they, fell, they failed him on the spot again because he, they didn't allow rented cars. Um, unless it's part of their DMV rental <laughs> car space, which was like forty dollars more, one hundred and forty bucks just yeah. just to have the car long enough to take the test. Or wow, yeah, what a crazy story! So he ends up taking he ends up having to bring back his original rental, mm -hmm. rent theirs, and take the test a fourth time or a third time. The fourth time. The fourth time. The fourth time. And then he passes it with his dumb car. Uh, well, they yeah. they may need to update their DMV stuff because we're only going to see more intelligent cars hit the road, and uh, this these autonomous features or whichever features they're referencing here are only going to become more common, and people are going to have to we're going to need to be evaluated on on how we use them and uh, our comfort level with them. That's sure. actually an interesting thought. Mm -hmm. uh, here's a 1972 Ford Bronco that was turned into an EV. Oh, here you go. Forget about your, forget about your forerunner. I might runner. take this one. Yeah, forget about your forerunner. Look at this. Uh, $380,000. Good Lord. Now, people really like the Bronco, hence the comeback recently, and everybody's buying those things up. I'm seeing a lot more of them on the road, actually. Yep. Uh, they're starting to roll out there, but they're not as cool as this one because this one is 
completely restored 1972 model, which is just looks like a monster as well with those big uh, tires and wheels on there. And then it's been turned into an electric. It's an EV, yeah. fully electric. Look how clean it is under the it hood is, there. Yeah. Now, I always wonder about this because it's such a one-off. It's like, if anything goes wrong with it, you're just, you're so sure, good. Yeah. Uh, range, okay, so there's two models. They have one with 200 miles of range, and then there's a GT model with, that starts at 380,000, which has three miles of range on a single charge. 18-inch wheels and uh, Willwood disc brakes and 33-inch Toyo tires. You also get a seven-year warranty. All right. Mm -hmm. See, don't worry, Will. You put, give us that much money, you get a seven-year warranty. Yeah, this would be so cool to, to drive around in the in the summer like that or even in the winter on some snow. Uh -huh. What is the top like, though? Do they show it with the top on? Uh, or only with the top to off? I guess it's a soft top. I honestly don't remember. Or is it one of those clip-on ones? Either way, um, very cool. Oh, you have more pictures for us. These things look amazing. They look amazing. Look at that. Yeah. No wonder the Bronco had to come back. Oh, here we go. The Lux GT Edition wow. is the coolest one, obviously. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, the Each one of these is a one-off, so... It's, for sure. Uh, it's got to... I mean, it's like... By hand, those restorations. It's, of course, it costs money to do these things. Mm -hmm. Now, this next one, now this is something that got my attention because this is probably the car that I was most enamored with as a youth when I was a youngster. The Countach. I used to go, Will, to a sub shop. And I'm not talking about a subway. Okay. I'm talking about a local type of sub shop. And I used to go there on my own accord as a youngster, yeah, I would roll over there on my bike, just just get myself a sub sandwich. I'm not gonna remember the name right now, but I'm going down. I'm 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 deep down memory lane. Is there a Countach? Somebody, there? my brother probably remembers the name right now, and he's yelling. Yeah. And on the wall inside this little sub shop was a poster of a Lamborghini Countach. And in front of the Lamborghini Countach, like maybe on the hood or standing in front of it, was like a woman in a bikini, like a neon bikini or something like that. And I was a it's and I was a young. So it was something like that. I don't know if it was that exact um, poster, but it was something like that. There's like a whole area. It might have been that one. This one right here. No, nah, maybe it wasn't that one. But the Kunt, there was some sort of a combination effect with was that. Was it red? It was red, right? Listen, man, I can't remember exactly oh. which photo it was. I'm actually surprised you found so many of them. Man. But no. I used to eat my sub. It wasn't like I had a phone in front of me. I would eat my sub and just look at the poster. Just right in front of it. Just That's it. That's what you would do. Just a young, you know, I don't know yeah. what, what my age was, but like so much so that I, I remembered it. And, and so, and also just this car was an icon the shape of it, it was just so, uh, just so distinctive Sure. for yeah. a young kid. Just like a Hot Wheels, man. Just like a, so cool. Anyway, Lamborghini is doing the unthinkable. They're bringing it back. Oh my God, they're bringing it back. And they're bringing it back as a hybrid 
Oh, wow. I, I didn't see this video, actually. This is really cool. Yeah, this cool. just came out. Look at the... Oh, the arm hairs are going up? Yeah, of course. As the paint... What is it? It's like getting sandblasted. Oh, my goodness. This is... Even this video is... I'm glad I'm, I didn't watch it until now. This is very cool the way they've put this together. So what do they mean by hybrid? They mean I put gas in it and that charges... Like, are we talking like a like a Prius or a hybrid... Uh, in the sense that I can plug it in as well. Well, uh, is this we should can, uh, we should get to the bottom of this? Future is our legacy. It. There, I mean, there you can look at it. It looks so cool. I'm not even normally into Lamborghinis, at least the recent stuff. But this one, they got me on this one. You like this one? I mean, it's going to be like two million dollars or something. So, I mean, they don't really have me on this one. I don't see hybrid, but I mean, they have my attention. Oh, it's not a hybrid at all? Well, I don't see the search term. Let me try. Uh, Uh-oh. Do I have bad information here? I feel like you were the one who told me before we... It is a hybrid. Okay, okay. I'm. I Do we have any more specifics? So it has a V12, 800 horsepower. Uh, Lamborghini has unveiled a brand new $2.6 million supercar with a very familiar name. Yeah, the Countach. $2.6 million. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Uh, the new Countach is a direct descendant of the original. It has a V12 engine directly behind two seats, and like every Lamborghini sports car since the Countach, is shaped like a low-profile wedge. It looks so good. Mm-hmm. That car looks so good. Uh, one big difference, the new Countach is a hybrid. It's not a plug-in hybrid. It stores power in a supercapacitor that can provide some additional power to the wheels during hard acceleration. At low speeds, it also provides power between gear shifts to help smooth the uncomfortable surging and bucking that can come from Lamborghini's aggressive race car style transmission. Okay, I got it. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a cool-looking collector's item. It's so expensive that you can't really drive it. or you, I, I, But who cares? You just park it in a place like this and you look at it. Yeah. And you walk past it and you smell it every so often can wedge it under a door so it stops the door you take a photo of it and and then put a, a poster on the wall and eat a sub and look at it <laughs> exactly okay that's good enough for me i think that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> <laughs> touchless taco bell could be the future of drive throughs i saw this one and it reminded me of another one that we did where we were looking at some of the most unusual um fast food locations around the world i think they were mcdonald's Mm-hmm. And there was one in an airport in Australia where the kitchen was up top and then the food got delivered mm-hmm. down low. Right. I was curious if that's the way this one works. This is a Taco Bell drive through but you drive underneath the restaurant through right. a number of aisles. And it looks like it's like sort of just off the highway. And there's three, four actually stalls. So you can speed through ultimate convenience uh, type of scenario and this is a render of what it will look like it's coming to brooklyn park minnesota uh, late night munchies will be a little easier to satisfy for mobile customers at taco bell's new touchless drive through restaurant there's some facts over here i guess in this article yeah four drive through lanes three of which are dedicated to mobile del- or delivery orders the fourth lane is a traditional drive through where you place your order at the kiosk so they're really trying to get you to order as you arrive so it's even faster mm-hmm. you just have a qr code you scan and uh, when you place your order and pull forward and receive the food so it's man it's gonna be speedy delivered from the elevated kitchen via a proprietary lift system similar to pneumatic tubes used by those bank branches so it will the food is with that sound? Yes. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness, the entire process is contactless, although two-way audio video technology will let you interact with an employee in real time. So it's super futuristic. You don't even see or anything. The you open, I guess the window opens up and you just grab your food and yeah. that's it. Shout out to uh the color scheme. If the, they're gonna use it, no one uses purple, right? So in good fast on food? Yeah. You're yeah. Well, Taco Bell gets to own purple exclusively. I mean, if are you they, sure about this? I feel like you're. It's possible that another no. <laughs> it's always possible. Yeah, it's always possible. But the fact that they use it, it's yeah, it's a nice touch. Yeah, the purple and black it has a very futuristic look to it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Rockstar is reportedly remastering its PS2 era Grand Theft Auto trilogy. Remastering. Mm. I mean, how good can you make it? Uh, well, they can remaster means a bunch of things. That's right. right? That's they can what add I'm wondering. another level. They can definitely up the you know graphics, physics, all that stuff. Easy. <laughs> um, Shadows, for sure. Yeah. Highlights, lighting. Mm -hmm. Are you uh -huh. talking about all this stuff? Yeah. So would it be comparable to a modern game, or is it going to still look like a slightly better old game? I would think it would be a slightly better old-looking game. Okay. I mean, the fundamentals are there, like the gameplay. It's still fun. Yeah. You know? So. Right. It's just, it's crazy when you say PS2, that these titles are PS2. So I'm like, how much can yeah. you do with those games at this point? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, obviously, these are huge hits, mega classics. I mean, we're talking about Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. Yeah. A late October and or early November release is said to be tentatively planned for the titles, which could eventually be released for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X, S, Switch, PC, Stadia, and mobile phones. Okay. All right. That's a big... Man, that's how you print money, Will. That's how you print money. You remaster the classics. Uh, GTA is a, a wild franchise. And I guess if the, if the price is right, you know, mm -hmm. if they can... Uh, provide some value there for people who didn't get a chance to play those games or who love them and want to play them again, then uh, more power to them. Yeah, they're classics. Go check it out. Okay, last one. UK woman mistakes Ikea's plastic tray for baking tray. Shocked to see it melt in the oven. Jeez, that's an so ugly... So the picture got me. Do you want to know... You want to know when you uh, put this in front of me here? Yeah. I could smell the burning plastic mm -hmm. right away. Mm. That's what struck me. Like not even the imagery of needing to clean it up, which is another thing you, another place your mind could go. <sighs> but yeah. I'm smelling the entire apartment or house right now. The fumes. Oh, the smell of the burnt plastic is so disgusting. Mm -hmm. It's an instant headache. Yes. And you can't get it out, man. You got all the windows open and everything. Uh -huh. All right, so she but how i mean it doesn't it feels like plastic doesn't it she said it uh it she since it was so cheap it was like two dollars right she thought that the tray would be a metal tray but very very thin okay so that's like tinfoil almost almost and that's why she thought oh she can get away with just thinking that it's metal but just really thin what am i supposed to do with this tray that isn't baking because it looks like a baking tray. Yeah, it's supposed to be a serving tray. But, but that color? That's what she complained about. Right. Because she 
obviously this is, you know, it's silver is usually meant for baking. Yeah. That, so yeah, you would assume. It looks like the, the color of metal. Mm -hmm. I'm curious. I would, I mean, I would want to tap the thing to myself to see if it was possible that I could also be fooled. But uh, I think it does kind of come up to the user here. Like, I mean, you got to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so a lot of people were like you. They were divided. She um, posted it on, she made a post on Facebook um, on Ikea's page saying, well, thanks, Ikea, for making your serving trays look like oven trays. And a lot of people called her out. A lot of people were also agreeing. Um, in the end, she said it was satire, like what she said. Um, so, you know, it, it's a mistake for yeah. both parties. Yeah, I yeah, think. yeah. So it's a nasty yeah. mistake. There's, there's worse ones. I mean, it's really not that bad in the scheme of things, but it is certainly <laughs> a just... headache and a, and a very uh, ugly scene and one heck of a social media post. Yeah. I mean, it probably got more action than most of the posts in this person's account. For sure. Wonder if IKEA will weigh in at any point. Give her a refund. But wasn't it like two bucks? <laughs> yeah. That's like the woman who was suing McDonald's for fourteen dollars. Exactly. Yeah. That she broke her fast because the advertising was too good. It's like such a low number that you're thinking. Just get her a real yeah, trade. Maybe, maybe just. Maybe just pay the money because it's like really not that much. But then you set the precedent and everyone starts melting their trays. In exactly. The oven, it's a trend. Pictures on social media. It's a slippery slope. Well, oh, yeah. 